Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Praising God and having favor with all the people. Acts 2, verse 47. That is a beautiful thought, and in God's Word we note wonderful things that are right with the church. Things that one must note, things in which one must be reminded and to see the church, of which was in God's eternal purpose, and which one should be a part. Thank you, Jay, and greetings, everyone. It is good to have you today. Let's read more of that beautiful text from Acts chapter 2. We'll begin with verse 37. And the Bible says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. On the day of Pentecost, here Peter preaches Christ, the gospel of Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. Then we see the result as we began with verse 37. What a beautiful response. Praising God and having favor with all the people. Again, that is a beautiful thought, and in God's word we note wonderful things that are right with the church. Things that one must note, things in which one must be reminded, and to see the church of which was in God's eternal purpose, and which we should be a part. Today, dear friends, we are not discussing a denomination. The Lord did not die to establish denominations. He died to purchase His church, Acts 20, verse 28. The church that He promised to build, Matthew 16, verse 18. So today, let us look at the church in the New Testament, and let it see its beauty, and let us see what is right with the church, And that church does exist this very day. We'll be back in just one moment. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. Please go and peruse our website. Hit the Contact tab and leave us a message, or the Survey tab and let us know where you hear our programs. Please check out the Free tab as well for a variety of materials you may use in your studies. 
Again, that's internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's return to our study. What is right with the church? As we read in the New Testament, the church has the right attitude toward the Son of God. The church will see Christ as the Creator through whom God created the heavens and the earth, from Colossians 1, 13-18. And the church will also see Christ as the testator, Hebrews chapter 9, verses 15-17. through 17. And within that testator, that being Christ, we have a new and living way, Hebrews 10 and verse 20. When Jesus passed away, when He died upon the cross, that began a new covenant of which the testament was brought forth. The church sees Christ as its head. In Ephesians 1, 22, And He hath put all things under His feet, and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him that filleth all in all. The church will see the word of Christ as all authority. In Matthew 12 and verse 48, or rather in John 12 and verse 48, Jesus said, He that rejects me and receives not my words hath one that will judge him. The word that I have spoken the same will judge him in the last day. There's no catechisms. There are no creed books or guides or anything of that nature, but rather the word of God. And the church will see the word of Christ, the scriptures, of which the church will continue within as its guide. They are scriptures that must be searched as we see the example in Acts 17 and verse 11 of those that were in Berea and how they were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Building upon the command of Christ in John 5:39, search the scriptures for in them ye think you have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. They are scriptures that comforts us. Paul said in Romans 15, verse 4, that the things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the scriptures we might have hope. Paul there referring to the Old Testament writings. And in 2 Timothy 2, and verse 15, we're taught to study to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, to be able to use the word of God aright not to confuse or not to bring forth any type of accusation as far as we cannot back it up, or to bring forth some type of what we may believe would be a contradiction. But the church has the right attitude toward Christ, the Son of God, not only as the Creator and the Testator, but He is the head of the church. He is in heaven on the right hand of the Father, Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. He has all authority, and He has left us His Word, the Holy Bible, as our guide in matters of religion. As the church will continue to serve Him and walk obedient in Him, the church will not go wrong. Yes, dear friends, that church does exist this very day. Secondly, the church has the right idea in serving God. Now notice from Acts 2.47, how the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Not only adding those on the day of Pentecost, but adding others to the church daily. The church had the right zeal for lost souls, and they preached the gospel to all the world that, in Colossians 1.23, all the world had heard the gospel of Christ. 
The right idea in serving God will sow seed for fruition. The church will allow their lights to shine as individuals living faithful for God. In Matthew 5 and verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We will make a difference in a crooked and perverse world, Philippians 2 and verse 15. We will have a message that will impact the world and let people see the clarity and the beauty of the Christ. The church reaches out to others, and they do so whether it's by a phone call, a text, an internet message, or face-to-face. In James 1 and verse 27, we see to the need of widows. In Luke 19 and verse 10, as the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost, may we do the same as the church. And the church will find those that will address the needy, will deal with someone who is sick. And after all, Jesus did teach us in Matthew 25, 35, and 36, that when we saw an individual like that, we would in essence see him. The right idea in serving God creates the right mindset, we shall say, in telling others about Christ. You see, dear friends, it creates wisdom in telling others. Proverbs 11 and verse 30 reminds us, that the one that will save souls is wise. There is an assurance that teaching and converting one covers a multitude of sins, James 5, 19 and 20. We note in the book of Acts how joy followed conversion of a soul. In Acts 2, 46, there was gladness and singleness of heart. In Acts 8, 39, the eunuch went on his way rejoicing. In Acts 16, verse 34, the jailer rejoiced, believing in God with all of his house. Yes, friend, the church in the New Testament had it right in these areas. And again, dear friends, that same church exists today. Are you a member of this church? It's a study worth pursuing. And listen to our J-Webb with an offer of study about the Lord's church. Today, dear friends, we'd like to send to you absolutely free a special study booklet titled The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. This is a great study of the book of Acts, the actions of the apostles, and the reactions to the preaching of Christ. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type ACTS Study. That's A-C-T-S Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the study of God's Word. And now, here is Jeff. The church has the right emphasis in worshiping God according to Jesus Christ. In John 4, verse 24, God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The church is directed who to worship and how to worship. It allows us to sing praise directed to the Father as commanded in Hebrews 2, and verse 12, to lift up the instrument of the heart as in Ephesians 5, 19, and not use mechanical instruments that are unauthorized. Such direction offers our prayers to be fervent and unto the Father as we're reminded in James 5.16. To have communion with the church as we commune together with one another and with Christ, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 16. 
and how the early church observed the Lord's Supper every first day of the week in Acts 20 and verse 7 and 1 Corinthians 11, 20-29. Such direction allows financial giving to embrace fellowship as mentioned in Acts 2.42 and the act of giving upon the first day of the week in 1 Corinthians 16:1 and 2 and preaching and study that is not to be in vain, Matthew 15, verse 9. What a joy to study of the Church of the New Testament, and we'll study further at another time. I'm Jeff Archie. Thanks for joining me today, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.